0: Blake Wesler, Blake, Blake, Blake Wesler. Like, like Wesler, Blake, like, like Wesler. Blake Wesler, like, like, like wexler, Like Wesler, Blake like, like wexler, Like Wesler, Blake, Blake, like wexler, Like Wesler, like, Wesler, Wesler, Ah, 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 a podcast that's for your wednesday pleasure and then and, I, and, I, and I, I don't say that lightly um hello everybody i'm recording this on the final day of january 2022 and if that if that doesn't show just how far we've come as a country i don't know what will um it's great uh it's great to talk to you how are you it's been too long it's been a week it's always been a week <clears throat> very hard to clear your throat without sounding like you're pissed off or about to make a point. Uh-uh. It's like Jesus Christ, dude. Or it's um um I um I don't think that men should uh, have to trim their toenails. I think someone else should do it for them. Um god, I it just dawned upon me. I'm going to reach an age or obesity that I will not be able to cut my own toenails, and honestly, what's the point of being alive if that becomes the case? And I am recording here live on Sandisk from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and uh, we had a bit of a snow over here. Now, there you might be, um, you might hear a little bit of a different tone. Now, this podcast has gone through multiple formats. Most what? Most recently, huh? I could save that. Uh, Or I could just keep talking. Um, Multiple formats, uh, including... uh, Originally, it was... um, I'd give my take on a subject from the categories of politics, sports, relationships, and leisure. By the way, my chair just made a fart noise. (laughs) And um, I was gonna just, like... I don't think the microphone picked it up. However, I cannot... Uh, if it did pick it up, have you think that I farted while recording this? That's that is there there is, and I don't know, I think I've just because uh, I'm celebrating, I'm so I'm dreading a birthday. Um, later this month, uh, what if I was recording this on January 31st, which I am. But I meant later this month as in February because this comes out on February 2nd. Um, but what if my birthday was on January 31st? I'm recording this on January 31st, and I go, "Yeah, you know, I'm celebrating my uh, birthday later this month." Meaning tonight, <laughs> it's like it's a weird way, not technically inaccurate, but uh, very strange um, that you're uh, that you're that you speak that way. So um, I don't know if it's uh, because I'm uh, aware of my age or what, but I was like, I cannot get to a point where my audience just thinks it's okay if I was just just fart in the background where it's like cuz that's when you know that you're old right when you fart and no one s- says anything <laughs> right i you know what i think i might have just had a through it's a breakthrough it's a breakthrough it's a breakthrough it's a breakthrough it's all <laughs> ha. Thank you Franco Lanky 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 for that jingles. Um that is that really is a sign that you're old, right? If you just rip ass and people just keep going about their day and it's like, "Oh, I guess no one expects anything from me anymore." I guess people just know that my body is uh is is in the, in its demise phase. Um But yeah, I couldn't have let... That was my chair, uh, if you can even hear that. And if you couldn't hear that, um, I don't know why I'm still talking about it. But uh, I did not just rip ass uh, on the podcast and keep moving on. It's like, wow, Blake is in a bad way, baby. Um, So yeah, the first iteration of this podcast was um, me giving a Blake's take on uh, the subjects of politics, politics, sports, relationships, and leisure. And then it turned into... um, just free association uh, insanity um the equivalent uh, the equivalation of someone getting um ADHD uh live just w- witnessing it which I-, I think in science doesn't happen much less uh, much less in the form of entertainment so uh it was that and i think it is still that but this might be the second episode in a row where um i'm a little more uh I'm actually being a normal human being being myself not trying to put on a song and dance for my uh corporate overlords which is how i refer to my patrons on my patreon account i do re- they are corporate overlords so everybody who gives me money each one month each month i uh why am I having so much issues, so many issues speaking today? I think it's because my fiance left this morning she she broke up with me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. um, how what if I was to bring that to that oh by the way, I do need to say that's not true. Um, but what if I said that in such a cavalier or, or, or such a you know a, a lackadaisical way where it's like oh, you know, like my fiance left me this morning, so yeah, I'm a little shook up <laughs> ooh, um. But uh no, she uh, she's like running errands all day. So um running errands is uh, it's it's actually a um, a race. Uh Aaron's New York. And she's running that race uh, today. God, I'm good. Good lord. Aaron's New York? Whew. It is Blake Stakes for God's sakes. Ah uh, Meow Oh sorry, Mr. Mr. Cuddles? Is that you? It's not Mr. Cuddles? No! <laughs> then who the hell is it? I'm Adolf Hitler, the cat! I'm sorry, who are you? Adolf Hitler, the cat! Adolf Hitler, as in the man who perpetrated the deaths of tens of millions of people, including six million Jews during the Holocaust? No! Then no. What? That's a coincidence. It's a coincidence. It's a coincidence that your name's Adolf Hitler and you're a cat. Oh. All right. Um, that uh is one of the most disturbing things I've ever done, and I that I can't take back uh you know what I easily can I could very so easily edit that out and not let that be on my permanent record but I'm not going to because I am because that's what the liberal media would want me to do in this this is not that this is not that oh my 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 air purifier isn't plugged in maybe I am old (laughs) I literally that that was not a bit I was like oh god my air all right let's turn it we are, oh purify that air, oh that's good air, oh that is good air, oh that's good air, thank you, oh my god I am mainlining that shit, I've been using the phrase mainlining a lot recently which I believe is a drug term but I don't do drugs, I don't do drugs, hugs not pugs, that's my t-shirt that I make. Hugs, not pugs. It's vehemently anti-beast. I don't know where to look when I'm recording this. I'm just... This house is on a slant, and I'm in my office, Sina, and the chair is a spinny chair, but it doesn't stay in one place. When I put my leggies up in it, it slowly turns, much like the orbit of the Earth. And um, (laughs) anyway, so... I don't know. I was about to say that, like, I think I'm going to be more sincere on this and speak as myself rather than uh, free association, Blake. But um, I think I've proven so far that I'm not. It's not clear that I can do that. So maybe I guess I'll do more, uh, more sincere, more. Sin- and by the way, I might even drink a serre while I'm talking. You guys know wine, right? I my audience, huge wine wine drinkers. There is a there is a pub, this is not a joke, this is not a bit, called Drinkers Pub in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and it is a shit show. As far as I understand, I don't know I don't know if I've ever been there. Um and you know what, I'm saying this as if it's a surprise, but hey Blake, um Look Look at this list of uh, of bars. Which one of them would you imagine is home to blackout alcoholics? We have um, St. Stephen's Green Pub, the Black Sheep Pub, um, the Urban Saloon, and Drinker's Pub. It's like, oh, I would imagine it's Drinker's. By the way, Blake, why would you use four examples there? Isn't it the comedy rule of threes? Uh, in my household, we don't fucking honor that rule. Okay? And I know... Oh, I know, I I know your social security number. So anyway, my corporate overlords want me to do this, and I guess I'll try to be uh, a little bit more sincere in general. But no guarantees. Oh, no guarantees. All right. So I was talking about this on my, what am I going to talk about today, by the way? So I realized recently I've had a bunch of milestone, quote unquote milestones. Um, if you're in Europe, a kilometer stone. <laughs> Every time I make a good joke, a fucking blue footed booby just sticks his head through my window and goes whoa, "Whoa, and I'm like, God, you take your freak feet and get the fuck off my sill, I say. I don't even say window sill, that's how much that's how little time I have for that disgusting a blue footed booby. Why don't you grow up? How about you and the scientist that names you fucking grows up? How about that? Fuck you and the feet you f- you flew in on. Ooh. I am... By the way, my language today has been atrocious. And that doesn't make me... That makes me feel bad. Not like shit. <laughs> bad. Okay. Um, I'm wearing an Oxford button-up shirt. I'm wearing an olive pant and why am i wearing an olive what why am i all of you glad i didn't say shit fuck (laughs) um why am i wearing a button-up oxford shirt um it is because often when i'm like binge watching a tv show i will kind of this is not a bit uh subconsciously absorb the style of the people on it so right now i'm watching um ozark and uh, Marty, Marty Bird, Jason Bateman's character, is always wearing these, uh, these Oxford button-ups. Now, this isn't, like, it's funny. That's what I connect to when I'm watching a show where most influencers are, like, hot Instagram models. Where, but with the one I connect to is, uh, like, an old white man with his shirt tucked in on a, uh, a Netflix drama series. So, um, how about that? Who constantly has jokes made about him um, and how boring he is uh but anyway here we are so um i am wearing that now i want oh oh, on my patreon where's where's daddy's water who moved that who moved daddy's water who moved papa's water oh why was i over here oh i was turning on my air purifier all right we got the heat going it's 25 degrees outside and i don't know what else to tell you oh so um I've been a little nostalgic lately, and um, I think uh, the fact that it was a, the 100th episode snuck up on me two weeks ago, and now um, I realized, I believe today, or as of two days ago, has been uh, my one year back in uh, back in Philadelphia on the East Coast, <clears throat> which is so crazy to think about. And, um, but let me get, so I want to talk about that, because... Uh, I hope, I don't know if it's nostalgia or reflection. I think it's more reflection. Um, I kind of want to reflect on that with you guys. And uh, because that's a big, it was a big move. And even though I'm from here, um, I literally built a life. My whole, like my 20s and early 30s were spent in Los Angeles, like literally a third of my life. My almost my whole adult life was spent there, so um, it's weird. Why is this? Oh, because this is fucking it's weird thinking that. Um, sorry, I, I heard a noise on my recorder, and it's <coughs> it's because my phone got too close to it. Now, how did it get there? I don't know, but I didn't fucking put it there. I can tell you that. I I will not, and this is serious. I will not accept responsibility on my own podcast period period so here we are um here we are oh here we are here we are so what was i saying i um but anyway i, I want to talk about that but first uh on the patreon this week um i and for those of you who don't know on patreon.com uh slash blake wexler um you can uh support the podcast. If you would like uh, it, the podcast is free. It will always be free. However, um, if you want to shout out once a month, um, a little special hello um, from me, I will uh, you get that for five dollars a month. If you want to just give me a dollar, it would mean a lot to me, whatever you want to give me. And um, for that, uh, you all get a, like a free video every Friday that I make. Um, it's a 10 minute video, a little bonus take. So <clears throat> and I'll be adding more stuff on that. I'll be adding uh, some stand up. And um like exclusive uh what what is it called when you get access before pre access? I'm not I, I am not doing a bit right now. What is it called when you get access exclusive pre access? <laughs> what is that word? An access power? No, but don't see it is not a bit. What is that? Pre access. It's not pre access. You get, soon, <laughs> um, this is not a bit. I literally do not know what it is. You get, ex- ex- dibs, you get dibs. I can't do this. I can't do this right now. I can't try to fix, I just can't do it. So, um, on the video from last week, uh, I talked about um, Joseph Rogan versus uh neil young and um whether or not and uh they called and by the way uh they spotify so to catch you all up and i'm not going to do the video um that's because that's that's a patreon exclusive but kind of to catch everybody up essentially what happened is um joe rogan says uh batshit crazy things about covid a lot on his podcast um his podcast is exclusively hosted on spotify who i believe gave him um at least 100 million dollars if not i believe it might have been 200 million dollars in that deal and um neil young uh said that like hey it's either joe rogan or me um you can pull like i'm gonna pull my music off uh spotify and um the in spotify said uh yeah we're we're going joe rogan here and uh he did pull it off Spotify. And then um I believe not Patty LaBelle, not Nina Simone, Patty Patty, 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 Patty Cakes. Um someone. <laughs> uh, I believe she's pulling her shit off. So essentially what my take is, is that um uh it's gonna this it was always gonna end that way. It would take artists that would as a net cause a net loss for spotify in order to keep rogan on now today i believe um spotify announced that they're going to put like a warning attached to the podcast um that it has like false potentially false covid shit in it so here is some of my thoughts on this um i think so let me let me think of how to properly say this Uh, First of all, here let me give you some of my beliefs and then I'm going to kind of summarize them into uh, what my whole, uh, what my statement is (laughs) on this. So um, I think Joe Rogan uh, is a, um, when it comes to building a fan base and when it comes to these long form interviews and conversations and the way he's created this new career for himself where, you know, the guy has been has had, like, three or four extremely successful careers. Like, he's risen to the top of, like, three or four different, um, like, branches of entertainment. And he was a, like, the host of Fear Factor, which is, like, a very easy thing to make fun of, but also, like, a, like an extreme, like, I watched that show when I was a kid, you know, and it's an extremely coveted uh, job in entertainment um he's been a headlining comedian um he's been an actor and now he hosts a podcast that is one of the biggest things in the world like in the world entertainment wise like the exposure that you get as a a comedian and and that's the way like i'm approaching this as a comedian like if i went on rogan it would change my life in terms of like the amount of fans that i would get from that the amount of people who would come see my shows, the exposure to like my social media channels, my, my my videos, like it literally is, and I am not saying this with any exaggeration whatsoever, for someone to appear on Joe Rogan's show, it's literally life changing. Now, the controversy is is that he has on, um like conspiracy theorists and uh, like pieces of shit like Alex Jones, like really the worst people in the world. And he gives them a platform to speak. Now he doesn't necessarily agree with these people. Like he'll tell them when he disagrees with them. Is that enough? Um, I'll talk about that in a second, in my opinion. Um, Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Is is that annoying when I clear my throat nonstop? Seriously, is that bad for audio? So, um, you have this guy who uh, is pro, like absolutely perfect. Oh fuck! And, And another career, he's like the announcer for um for UFC. So that's another like massive job that literally he's the only one who has that job, you know, and just incredibly impressive. But he has these really these so when you have that cachet you have a ton of influence and i think to i think the question is t- to me whenever this happens it's like is it a comedian's job to um like you're not a new like here's here's the argument here's what i'm kind of comparing it to right now um john stewart when he first started becoming like incredibly popular on The Daily Show where I don't know if this was early 2000s or um, after that election or maybe it was the 2004 election. But when it be- started becoming like the <clears throat> one of the most popular shows guys hold on throat issue hold on. When it started becoming like gaining so much popularity and influence, what he would say is that I'm not a journalist. I'm a comedian. So I don't have to do the work of a journalist or I can make jokes and say whatever because I'm not a journalist. I'm a comedian. All right, guys, I got to pause this. And, uh, I'm back. Okay. So, um, I am, I'm now in my bedroom recording this, uh, laying sideways, sideways on my bed because, uh, and already my voice feels a little bit better. I do not know why the one room in my house that I cannot, where I cannot record in is the place built for work. My office, my voice just, it's so weird. Are there any voice scientists out there that want to study my mouth? Um, so, here guys, and by the way, I am really sorry that that keeps happening on a, on a professional level. I apologize. It's it's crazy. It seems like a bit at this point that I cannot that I keep losing my voice. Um this doesn't happen when I do stand up. This literally does not happen anywhere else other than that tiny fucking room. Sorry for swearing, mom. <laughs> um so uh what was I saying? Um but yeah, with John Stewart um he at one point he would always have the excuse where he was like, oh yeah, I'm uh I'm just a comedian. I'm not a journalist. I don't need to get these things right. I, no, 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 I I shouldn't influence people. I'm a comedian. what I'm saying should not carry influence. And then he realized after a certain point that whether he wants to have this influence or not on people, he does and, He realized that he needed to be more responsible. And I think that is what, in my opinion, the guy's going to do whatever the fuck he wants, obviously. But that's what I think that Joe Rogan, I hope he comes to realize, is that the guy didn't start the podcast to influence people's opinions on covid you know like he always says like oh like these you know like these are his opinions but i think what made that podcast initially um you know on paper fascinating like and i know it's always had like bros attached to it but what what really like you know it's hook was that he is a very you know curious human being and i think when you're curious about inane subjects or subjects that are not of importance it's really fascinating you know like when you're talking about like elf hoofs or you know like like oh why is this do that why is this do this that's interesting to listen to someone trying to figure that out like it really really is but when you start adding curiosity and doubt and and conspiracy theory to something that actually has medical and you know physical and like health consequences to hundreds of thousands how many people listen to each podcast? like a million like millions of people um that's when i think you have to start realizing that you need to be more responsible and I think that uh that I mean that's that's my I guess like my overall thought is that Joe Rogan it, I don't think he real it he's not being responsible. Does that make sense? And even though you get into something for a different reason, um I, I think it's gotten if you told okay, so if I was doing this, say I'm doing this podcast and I found out that this podcast, was causing people to eat, like, incredibly fatty, salty foods. And it was giving health problems to people. I would be like, well, no, I just just joke around about, like, the fact that I, like, drink gravy and, you know, I ate 18 fried chickens today and stuff. But, like, it's just a joke, you know? Like, that's, like, I, I didn't ask people to do it. That's their problem. But if you told me that this, that scientists and doctors were concerned about what i was saying that it was negatively impacting people's health even though i am precious over my jokes and i'm precious over my creative pursuits and my projects and you know the things that i have ownership over and even if it would take money out of my pocket i would st- i would stop fucking doing that like i don't think that's like an unreasonable too big of an ask so That's my opinion on that. Um, And uh, for the rest of it, I I do think that, yeah, like a big, like bigger artists are going to start, you know, um, threatening to take their their shit off Spotify as well. And I am that artist. No, I'm kidding. Um, No, I'm I'm, I'm one of the few comedians who still has shit on Spotify. Uh, But yeah, so there is my opinion on that. Yeah. I'm trying to see before I move into the next uh, subject, did I have anything um, my uh, oh my, my frat um, just uh, had a big get together, my fraternity um, from I, I am kidding. Uh, what if I did? What would you do if I told you that I, I was in a fraternity? Would you believe it? I feel like people would either be like, oh yeah, that guy was definitely in a frat, you know, like he's like it's it's not like Blake to be in a frat, but you know, he grew up in a fratty area, like he loves male camaraderie of <laughs> um, I could see him in a frat, or it would be like, what frat would accept this guy into it? I think it's more probably the latter. Where who who would be able to stand me in a fraternity, right? I'm too much of an independent thinker, and also I'm fucking annoying. And not, like, not fun to be around. Also, I'm not into the whole, like, sacrificing my own shit for the better good. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I, uh, why did I bring, why did I bring up a frat? I have no idea why. I, I wrote down my fratern Here's, here's what's in my notes, okay? Here's what's in my notes for the show. You want, you want to see uh, a little behind the scenes? Um, Joe Rogan's responsibility. Boom. Got it. My fraternity. Queer eye me. One year. Okay. So, my fraternity. That's it. Just wrote down my fraternity. I guess that was supposed to put me on some sort of free association wheel of improvis- imp- improvisation where I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. If I was on a frat, instead of, you know, we had uh, instead of drinking beer, we'd drink melted uh, 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 popsicles out of a cup, you know, like <clears throat> hold the stick hold the stick instead of a paddle we'd i'd make my pledges glue all the popsicle sticks from our drinks together non-alcoholic oh my god there's a fucking kid all right i do have to say this i live on a street okay and there's a lot of like young families on my street and um the way i I, uh, there's some cool parents But there's this couple down the street where they have a box. Okay, so in the city, I don't know who owns the trees outside like people's homes on the sidewalk, but some people choose to put like a little fence around their tree. Like if they have a tree outside their home, put a little fence around it so like dogs don't piss and shit on it. All right, whatever. This family built like a wooden like a weird wooden border around it it's not a fence it's like a border and our dog was like pissing in the leaves around it the other day like just it's a city street okay our dog was pissing on the tree and then the person comes out of their home and says and this thing is just like in leaves and dirt okay so it's not like oh someone built a playpen for their kids or like oh they like fenced it off so a dog wouldn't go near it like that's not the situation because even though i think people who fence things off from dogs are um cowards uh that's the best way i can they're cowards um i think that um i'll honor it i do honor it even if there's a sign that says like oh like tell your dog not to piss on my plants or whatever. I'd be like, you know what? These people clearly put work into planting these plants, spent money on it. Even though I think if you leave something outside on a city street, like not within a fence, just outside on the sidewalk, um, anything goes. Like you're kind of signing up to be, like to have that thing get fucked up. I will honor that, okay? (coughs) But um. Oh, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. But this family like built like a wooden like like a wooden border around their around their tree. Okay, and uh, I'm being quiet because like it's it's very fucking, These walls are like very thin, and they built like a border around this tree, and our dog was like peeing in it and the guy comes outside and he goes, Oh, Hey, uh, can you not have your dog pee there? My kids play in there. And my fiance was there who was like, who's like sweet. She goes, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, but like, and I also, I, I generally hate confrontation unless like you're fucking with something close to me, you know? So if like someone was to fuck with like my family or, you know, like my fiance or especially my dog, that's when I get a little bit snippy. And I was like, like, if they ever said, like, oh, can you um can you not have your dog pissed there or a kid plays in there? It's like, oh, really? Your kid plays in the dirt? That's where you let your kid play? Just in the fucking mud? That's great. No, that's really good. Yeah. No, no, no. Worry about my dog's piss. A, not all the other dogs who piss in here. Definitely my dog. And also, you know, keep, keep letting your kid play in the fucking dirt. That's great. I'm, I'm sure there aren't, like, syringes and razor blades and fucking city worms in there. And you know what a city worm is. It's a big, plump fuck a nasty, nasty son of a bitch. All right, here's the thing. I wanted to reflect on my one year in on the East Coast, and I realized that my voice likely will not allow it. Also, I'm already at 33 and a half minutes, so here's what I will do. I'll do that another time, um, and cause I do have a lot to say about that. Hmm... Mm, you know what do not i just do? It? i'll just do it right now um so here are my overall thoughts all right a year in on the east coast um it's been great and i think like and not to think about this in too much of a therapeutic way but i do wonder if i haven't i i don't know if i've processed fully that i don't live in la anymore um because the way I left Los Angeles was, and th- for those of you uh, who don't know or, you know, like just started listening or are or, or unfamiliar with or, or don't know me personally, <laughs> um, uh, basically I've lived uh, in, after college, so I finished college in 2000, when did I finish college? 2011. And I lived in Los Angeles until 20, uh, yeah, right, like first month of 2021 and um uh the reason one of the reasons why i moved is that uh while things were going well career-wise in la um i kind of they weren't progressing in the way that i wanted them to so um i moved to la when i was like 22 23 and i'm like you know what it might be good with 10 years of experience as a, as a comedian. Ten years better as a stand-up comedian. Ten years better as a human being. Like, as a as an actual grown-up. To move to a new scene like New York. And and then reestablish myself there as a fully formed comic and human being. Rather than someone who's kind of figuring it out on the fly. Like, that essentially was um, my... Uh, that's why I left. And... Um, since then, uh, on the East Coast, um, we've been in uh, Philly, because New York wasn't open yet, and we needed to sign a lease, so uh, we've been living in Philly. And um, the thought, so was going to move to New York, again, wasn't open yet, and since be, Philly's been absolutely fucking incredible, and I'll get to that in a, in a sec, but I, I do think that part of me hasn't processed leaving L.A., because the way i left this was like peak covid there was no vaccine yet and we were still like a couple months i think old people might have just started getting the vaccine i'm not sure but um moved out of la so i had i hadn't seen any of my friends for you know like eight months into the pandemic nine months um i hadn't been to any of my favorite restaurants for like nine months hadn't done stand-up at all my favorite or any of the venues for like nine months so i was essentially kind of living in this weird uh purgatory there by the way i mix up the words perjury and purgatory constantly no bit and it's and i think that's why i i'm not happy no i'm kidding (laughs) so um that's why um it was weird leaving where I guess there was no closure there. Does that make sense? So the people I was saying goodbye to, you know, like my best friend, I haven't seen since I haven't seen him in over a year. Um, We lived together for a while. He's my best friend. I grew up with, we moved out there together, like in our goodbye. You know, we like just got shit faced on his like deck, like 15 feet away from one another, you know, and like gave each other hugs with masks on. And, you know, it was the same thing with, um, like, all my other friends it was like, oh, we said goodbye with masks on, like, 15 feet away from each other at a park, you know? And um, another person, you know, like, like oh, we did, like, a hike and couldn't give each other hugs or anything. It was just a very weird, you know, like, my friend and I, we did a podcast, like, separated by plexiglass. It was, like, a very strange way, and I mean, this might be more of a therapy question, but it's like, is has that... How much of, like, that lack of, like, closure has to do with, like, that weird feeling? However, the um flip side of that, and, you know, a lot of people talk a lot of shit on L.A., and many, much of it is earned, where there are a lot of annoying th- th- about things about Los Angeles. The, the traffic is horrible. It is a one-industry town, which causes people to have lack of perspective. And, you know, it is also... Um, incredibly expensive. It shakes violently every once in a while. It catches fire even more often than that. Um, There is a lot of, there are a lot of negatives, but there's like the pizza isn't that great, but you know, the sushi is incredible. The Mexican foods like, like the best in the United States. Like, you know, people are incredibly nice. There's a million great neighborhoods. It's fucking beautiful. It's nice out all the time. The hikes are amazing. You can go to the beach. The beaches are beautiful. Like, there's just a million, you know, great things about it, too. Uh, but I have been so happy living on the East Coast where I think my overall thing is that while I loved living in L.A., I think I love living on the East Coast more. Actually, I know I love living on the East Coast more. And a lot of that's familiarity. The fact that I grew up here uh you know i do really like the fact that it the weather's shitty and it gives me an excuse to be inside you know like i love being a homebody every once in a while um the stand-up's been really really fun and you know being in philly for the past year um let me get my stage legs underneath me again and um you might be like blake what the fuck does that mean um you know, I had done I had done stand-up, like, three times in, uh like, over a year. And I think if I was to jump to a new scene where I didn't know as many people before, like, New York, I, I worry that my first impressions with them would have been Blake having not done stand-up for a year instead of me now, where uh, this is, like, easily, easily, easily the best I've ever been. And I legit feel myself getting even better after every single set, like noticeably better, which is uh, fucking awesome. So um, it's been great. And uh, just working also with the Eagles since I've been here has been a, uh, an actual bucket list. Like now I can die happy sort of thing where it's an all time thing that um, I think often in your career, you can, uh accomplish something and kind of breeze by it or you know like it's hard to be in the moment while you're doing it but this has been a thing that's been so special to be able to and it might sound silly it's like Blake it's really football it's like yeah this is a thing that you know um like I think in my life I might have not seen two or three Eagles games you know and it's a way that I've connected with my family and my friends and like my mom my dad my sister all my closest friends here, people out in Los Angeles, like people across the country, it's um, it's literally just a, such a part of my life. And then to be able to work with them professionally in a way that I never thought would be able to be like to be possible to exist has been uh, a thing that i am so lucky to have and has literally just changed it has changed my life like completely changed my life for the better and something just this amazing experience and experiences that i get to carry with me for the rest of my life so um yeah that's uh it's a little bit of uh some some nice reflection there over the past year that i've had um on the east coast it's like this like isn't recording um And, uh, yeah, to be close to, like, my best friends and, you know, like, be back in the comedy scene that I started in and, um, you know, like, even, uh, like, you know, when I, when I moved to New York, like, this is, um, this has just been such a special time that, like, I will look back on with, like, the fondest, uh, memories. So, um, oh, and I got engaged. <laughs> uh got engaged in an area that like meant the world to both me and my fiance so there's just so many um so many great things from the past year so while i love la this has been uh even more amazing and there's my uh there's my reflection all right <clears throat> another great thing is that um i found like here in philadelphia is that uh my voice leaves all the time in my office so that's a, that's a thing i wouldn't change um all right anyway that is uh that is the podcast for this week um huge thank you to neil young young neil young i may have been referring to him as bob dylan at some point if i did that um it's because i'm slowly dying um and then that is a joke but i mean i guess we all are uh thank you so much for listening um i will be headlining um the Punchline in philadelphia on february 16th which is my birthday um so you can come out you can come out to that uh if you want to i don't know buy me um buy me uh like, like bring me one single donut from federal donuts that would be great and <laughs> i'm like asking for things uh anyway this was fun i'm gonna I, I need to end this i need to end the podcast uh that's the podcast thank you so much for listening um fort collins and denver i'll be there uh, i'll be there at the end of february and um that's all i have okay patreon.com slash blake wexler thank you uh to frankie for the jingles um, I love you all very very much and I will talk to you on Wednesday of next week and uh, to the patrons I will talk to you on Friday. Blake, Blake, Blake,